like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... When people ask, oh, what did you do today? I got hit in the head with croissants. You were attacked by croissants. I was attacked by croissants. Baked goods. And, and I got their to revenge. hear horse stories. So, horse so stories. far. American horse stories. Horse stories. stories. Horse stories. It's a story about a lot of horse. Yeah. Out on the East Coast. They're called East Coasty Horsies. Norwinter. That's it. Norwinter. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Drop the mic. Walk away. Drop the mic. Walk away. <laughs> this is a, it's a bad cold open. I'm just gonna. We just need to discuss your aggressive stance on baked goods and why they felt the need to, to lash exact out at revenge. you. Yeah. They, they were lying in wait. They were yeah. for you. For me. They were like, you no more shall you dine upon our role, brethren. As soon as you opened that that door. They said, engage, attack! Yeah. They said, they were French, so they said, viva la revolution! Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they're like, uh, attack it! I don't know how to say that <laughs> yeah. in French. Uh, hit you with my basket! Yes, uh, watch out, I want to uh, hit you with myself. The croissant. Uh, croissant, croissant face! And then, uh, but I got the revenge. Ha ha ha. We gave them to the bakery person to be like, throw yeah. these away. They landed on the ground. Yeah, these landed on the ground. Nobody wants these. And, throw them in the garbage. At first, they touched my gross head. Yeah, my nasty head. They have head. all of my head dermies. You That's had right. just come from the gym. Yeah. So you were covered in sweat and gross, and yep. then those those stupid croissants didn't know what they were they getting into. No. That's no. right. Watch out, French they croissants. They tried to suicide bomb you, and yep. you were not having it. No. Yeah. I, suicide uh, happened, yes. N- bomb, no. Nope. nope. So you know, it was pretty bomb. Those fucking rolls that you made sandwiches out of. Yeah, dog. Arf, 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 arf. It's amazing how many croissants had to lose their life today so that you could well, make a delicious meatball a delicious sandwich. meatball sub. <laughs> Hopefully, they've learned. Hopefully, yeah. they one of them survived to tell the story, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that others will not make the same mistake. That's true. There was one that did not land on the ground that I just left on the little shelf area. Mm-hmm. So on that's the, the, on the one the, to on tell the, the story. That's the survivor. That's on the Maginot the line. That's it. That's to tell the, the story. The that's marmalade line. Uh-huh. I don't know. Watch out. I mean, what, what's a good what's a good French pastry sauce? Do they do they make marmalade? Bechamel. That's a bechamel. The bechamel line. It's a cheese sauce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Some sort of chocolate cream. I would imagine. You Ganache. That's Italian. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nutella. Okay. It's the French version of Nutella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys are out. Goodbye. <laughs> Nuevo Tella. It's French Nutella. Nuevo Tella. Nuevo Tella. It is uh, the French version. So, hey, guys, if uh, you haven't turned off the podcast yet. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Booze and Brews podcast. We are the podcast that tells each other ghost stories. And drinks thematically appropriate croissants. Yep. And sometimes... <laughs> Talks about <laughs> horses and horses and and, and baked whoring good and, and whoring and revolutionary and baked goods. That's right. Really anything. That's right. You know, come at me with your yeah. ideas. We are all a little subdued today. I think because we all went drinking yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. So we're all a little bit like, all right, well, I got to do this have, again. Gonna have two beers today, and that's fine. That's yep. but totally I fine. don't need. I don't, I don't need to need go ham. more of yesterday. Yes, podcast no, mom and I went out beer tasting, went to the mm-hmm. uh, McLeod Ales 
I, I don't know why that place is crowded. It was all bad. Because it's new and schmancy and It's four years old, dude. It's four um, years old. There's no Because there's nothing to do in the valley. Thank yeah. you. I think that's the actual reason, other than get shot at a house party at 1 a.m. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and then we also went Yeah, to, they live in the murder hood now, guys. Yeah, it turns out. People, Watch out. Don't fuck with me. Pew, pew. Yeah. Except no one was murdered. Yeah, right. Yeah, you were they like were just seven shot people times. were shot. And in my head, I was just like, seven people murdered. No. I was like, no, they seven all Seven people lived. were shot and none of them were fatal. Yeah, I just fake news that shit right yeah. in my brain. And we also went to the Lincoln Brewing Company, which mm-hmm. was full of, which had a, a lovely tasting room. Mm-hmm. We watched Air Bud. Yep, seventh, seventh inning, inning stretch. stretch. And the, the koozies beer are, koozies are, are the delightful. The beer koozies look like They're little Abe Lincoln Abraham Lincoln stove pipe hats. Yes. And I don't think I had like a beer there that was good. And yeah. the rest of them were all kind of poopy. And every person that worked there was wonderful. Yes. We had a lovely time. I wouldn't order anything off that make shitty beer. They it's probably true. don't make it. They just sell it. No. Yeah. They just got, they got bills. They got bills. They got bills. That's true. I've yeah. got bills. And then uh, you went drinking too. Well, no. And then where did you go? Because you ended up at the Belgian place. Oh, yeah. We went to the, the Bluebird Brasserie. Brasserie. Talk about their French. It is a Belgian that's... They speak French there. They speak. They also have croissants. They also speak Flemish. Do a Flemish accent. You don't know how to. Flem, flem, flem. You're flem. (laughs) 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 That's my Flemish. I'm sorry to all Belgish listeners. (laughs) All of our all of our Belgish listeners. Yeah, I am so sorry. (laughs) America. Um, But yeah, and then so they make their own Belgians there, and I had a saison with oui with a Francais, which is strabali. Uh, yeah, you had a strawberry saison. I had uh, a hoppy Belgian that was great, and they, I had a half chicken that was so good that I didn't realize I was eating the paper, the paper that they put on the tray to protect it from being destroyed. I literally ate the paper. It was so good. Well, extra fiber. Yep, yeah, I know. guess. Yep. Uh, my fine. toilet, thank you. Haven't pooped today, I was like, so. this too shall pass. It'll <laughs> all be fine. I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it won't pass. You die and they do an autopsy and like, he has really old paper in his stomach. <laughs> a lot of old paper in here. This is maybe weird. that My Strange Addiction, he just eating paper. Yeah. He's a billy goat. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby goat. Bobby He's goat. a Bobby goat. Bobby goat. He's a Lincoln Bobby goat. Yeah. Engineer Bobby goat. Yeah. Yeah, and then you drank too. Yeah, I I started out trying to just have a beer mm-hmm. then it was delicious and then I had a second one and then I was like I am tipsy mm-hmm. and then the bartender goes well it's 10.2% so that's probably why and I was like fuck you for not for letting not me know me. That's, uh, I, I'm very far from where I live right now I have my automobile with me yeah so I'm going to have to uh, so sober up. my shit up at some point and was then within 10 minutes met with free Jameson shots. So yeah, my yesterday went a little off the rails. <laughs> I tried to touch an electric horse pens. I pet, uh, horses, pet, pet horses. horses that were that were very specifically not supposed to be petted. Yeah, I tried to go to medieval times. <laughs> you had a good I tried to steal donuts from some youngins. Yep. I had a day. Yeah. I had a day. It was good though. Yeah. It was good. A lot of Sounds good beer. Fun. From a from a bunch of places. Yeah. Ended up on the Latitude 33's Blood Orange IPA. Ooh, Ooh that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm. And then someone tried to convince me that Latitude 33 is in Santa Barbara. And I was like, no, it's in San Diego. And yep. they were like, no, it's there. I've been there. And I'm I was like, like I, have I have two. two. It's in fucking Oceanside. Pictures on my phone. Yeah, let me, let me show you. Like, look, I got the receipts, bitch. Yeah. yeah. It's tagged. <laughs> it was just so funny. Was, the guy just kept being like, no, it's definitely in Santa Barbara. And I was like, Google it. Cool, Google. And he was like, I don't have to Google it, I know. No, and because like, you know I, you're fucking wrong and don't right, want to eat crow, buddy. 
<laughs> and then you took your phone and you smacked him over the head yeah. with it and said, Fuck And then you. I punched him in the dick and I said, Wah! And I said, San Diego! Anyway. Oceanside! Oceanside dick punch. Yeah. Anyway. And then I drank a bunch of free beer samples and left. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you! Good, good work. It's literally what I did. It was a good day. Vanessa oh, was in rare form. <laughs> We're glad. We're glad you're back. <laughs> your brain is healed enough where you could do that. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. I woke up this morning being like, Whoa. Uh, and then I drank a bunch of water and went back to sleep for 20 minutes and I woke up and I was like I feel fine it's good let's go drink more yeah I, I didn't am. drink enough water and then I immediately went boxing in yep. the morning so oh I bet great. you smelled real good oh yeah <laughs> just, just a distillery ugh yeah Mm-mm. anyway well thankfully my beer is only 5.6% I did yes. not sneak a 10.2% no. on you thanks no, pal thank without you, telling you thank it you it was far too easy drinking it was a it was an, a double IPA it was a obviously mm. But, uh, like, it didn't drink like it was 10%. It was dangerous. Shit. Don't even remember the name of it. That's how That's drunk we were. That's what happened. Yeah. But we're not doing that today. So today we're doing uh, another listener suggestion. That's right. Uh, f- Thanks, Ryan. Listener Ryan. From listener Ryan. I was, like, from someone who emailed us <laughs> a suggestion. You look at me and you're kind of, like, from, from look over at Melly and be like, and the who? email from yep. an email yep. from podcast mom's gotta have this because i don't yeah <laughs> one of us two yep. is gonna be on it look i most take care of a her. lot of shit but i had no idea uh so thank you listener ryan he recommended that we do ghosts in the machine Ooh. yeah which was super cool that was both of us did not listen went to a you. little off the ra- i did i did <laughs> i did but i, said, I fuck your idea ah! We were like, great idea. Shit all over it. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. You're welcome. If you want to send your own suggestion for us Fresh to shit, shit on, on, go ahead. Go ahead. You're going to love See what happens. Uh, if you're from some other part of the world and you want us to do a shitty version of your accent, let us know. Yeah. Maybe I'll teach us how to be Flemish. Yeah. Yes. S- send us a recording of your Flemish accent. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. I'm from Belgium. <laughs> it's just it's just Beaker from the Muppets. Me, 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 me. Yep. <laughs> um... No, so what I decided to do was I decided to do like haunted, a haunted television story, a story about a haunted TV and television. Okay, for two Uh, reasons. One reason one because I wrote a paper about it in college that I knew I still had on my computer, so I had a lot of (laughs) research already done. Nice, good, smart. Um. And, and reason two. And reason two, which is the reason I wrote the paper in college, is because I love The Ring. The movie oh, yeah. The Ring, the original Ringu, all of the spinoffs, which are get increasingly terrible. I will mm. watch all of it. If some girl in white pajamas who needs a hairbrush wants to crawl out of a television, I will give you seven fifty and show up on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> I will go. All by yourself. On Valentine's Day. Um, I've literally yeah. done that. It was delightful. <laughs> um, also, don't see a horror movie in a giant multiplex theater all by, by yourself. yourself. It's creepy as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's what I decided to do. And then I couldn't really find one story that was enough to do a story. So we're going to do a smattering, okay. uh, a, a, a chartreuserie board of haunted television stories. Hmm. Beautiful. Uh, and it's going to be all here over the place. Here we have a nice smoked haunted TV. Mm-hmm. And here, here we have got a peppercorn haunted pickled. TV. Pickled this one's television. got blue cheese veins running through it. Mm. Mm. Nothing well, like I'm, a moldy television. Mm. Well, I'm excited. So, te- a television is a... Te- <laughs> what is a television? It's a telecommunication medium. Is it? Used for transmitting moving images what? in two or three dimensions. All the Whoa. pictures are broken up into millions of tiny pieces <laughs> and scattered across the, 
the space. Uh, sometimes in sound and sometimes in color. Mm. That's literally what Wikipedia's definition for a television is. I was like, cool, Wikipedia. Cool, now, are, are all of your televisions CRT or cathode ray tube? We do talk a little bit about them. Okay, well, that. Okay, great. I'm, I'm, I've jumped the ahead. in the tube. Notes. Yeah. You're, yeah. Ghost that's, in the tube. That's where the term boob tube comes from. Because it looks like a From boob. all of the breasts. That you can all the titties there. from Baywatch. Yeah. Um, so Stuff it comes, damn titties in a cathode rate. So it's funny because we started talking about uh, your uh, assaults by French pastries because yes. television was actually invented by French people. By French pastries? Yes, by French pastries. Yep. So uh, it Bomb comes croissant. from the French word television, yeah, which we, is half Greek and half Latin. So it's Greek tele, which means far, and Latin viso, which means sight. So like being able to see something from far, far away. away. That's what it means. So on in August of 1900, oh. at the first International Congress of Electricity, ooh, I want get it. your tickets now, folks. Yep. Which was That's at the World's ring. Fair in Paris. Uh, some guy, six thousand dorks got together. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. 1900, and 1900 French dorks. Yeah, yeah. got together and these pieces have built up into millions <laughs> of tiny pieces and put together again on the other side. Yes. Well, they basically said we think this is feasibly possible, and here are some thoughts about how we might be able to do it. So this was when. And the first idea of a television and the word television was introduced. Um, no sex was had no. during that whole no. entire conference. No. No. That no boobs in that tube. Only, no. Nope. Zero. Yeah, they should have called just, it the sausage tube. Just sausage Lubes. farm. Just lube and self-loving. Um, <laughs> but then in 1909, they made the first television mm-hmm. in France, obviously. Then in 1911, they made the first CRT television. That's how old that fucking technology is. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at this point, they could only do still images. They couldn't do like moving, moving. pictures. Um, and then in the 1920s, shit got really popping with televisions. So in 1925, they did the first like live demo of like a thing, a moving image, hmm. um, which they ended up because it's all black and white and like the quality of the picture isn't great. And so apparently like human faces are too complex and the coloring wasn't good enough. So they used a ventriloquist dummy instead of a, what? Instead of a person's face. That's nightmare which fuel. Which is crazy fucking creepy. That's Ugh. nightmare fuel. Yeah. So then in 26, the next year, they did it with a human being for the first time. Um, and then in 1927, they started testing it over distances and they got up to a distance of three of 438 miles away and That's we're still good. able to do the Yeah, this is good job. This is 1927. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Again, this is all in France. And then in 28, they did the first transatlantic transmission. So Whoa. from uh, London to New York, this is also when they started to be able to do like ship to shore calls from boats and stuff. Gotcha. Um, and then they also... We're having a pilot ship a fl- film uh, via plane, but we're also beaming it. Let's see who gets there first. <laughs> yeah. Go! Go! Oh, uh, it was the television. Well, the, yeah, yeah, the it's a long flight. pretty instantaneous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold, Hold on, we're still Hold starting up our motor. Our motor. <laughs> um, what are we going to do for the next three days? <laughs> Hold tight. Hold tight, yeah. Um... So Nick. also in 28, uh, New York was the first place in America to have a TV station. So oh. they like launched a TV station in 28. Um, then not a lot of advancements happened for a really long time. And I thought it was interesting. 1941 was the first time the FCC let there be commercials on television. Wow. Before that, they were like, no. you're not allowed. No. Um, if and, only they kept it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then in they invented the technology for color televisions in the early 1950s and started like recording things in color yeah. in the 50s, which seemed way too early because color television didn't really start to take hold in American until like the 60s or 70s. Yeah. Um, it was too expensive though, right? Yeah, but that was why. They were like, no, no, we could shoot everything in color in like 51, 52. It's just that no one had color TVs. Yeah. Um, 
So that's it a little background that. about what televisions are. If yeah. you were curious, now you know. Yeah. Do, 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 do. The more you know. Yeah. You're listening huh. to a podcast. It's not a television. Nope. So now we, which is also part of the reason I didn't want to do like haunted radios. I was like, nope, I've already cursed the listeners quite a few times. So I'm going to talk about televisions because we're not a video podcast. Because we're not yeah, on that the was TV. Good of you. Yep. You're welcome. So now we get into the uh, cornucopia of my story. So we're yeah. going to start with the story of the Travers family. And the Travers family live in Long Island. Mm-hmm. So in on December 11th, 1953, the New York Times ra- ran an article about the Travers family and how one day when Papa Jerome... Mm. Papa Gee. Jerome Travers mm-hmm. and his three kids were watching Ding Dong School. Oh, Ding Dong Dongs, which is basically like Sesame Street before it was Sesame Street. Oh, I thought it was like School for Idiots. No, I did too. Yeah. I but like, I was like, Ding Dong School is funny that it. Tune in next week for Ding Dong School, where we punch another idiot in the face. What's two plus two? Seven, and everyone laughs. And then everyone says, "Yo, Ding Dong." Yeah, it's good. We wrote it. Don't steal our television Don't ideas steal my yep. idea. from the 1950s, people. Um, so he's watching this television program, program with his children, program. and then suddenly a woman's face appears on the television. Oh, shit. And she starts talking, like moving her lips as if she's talking, but they can't understand her. And so they try and they're like, that's weird. They change the channel. Nothing happens. They mm-hmm. unplug the television. Nothing happens. She's still there. Whoa. Still there talking. Yep. Still there. Won't go still away. Still there in Ding Dong School. Mm-hmm. Still ding, the dinging, dinging the, the dong. dong. Still dinging that dong. So... Like it that took sounds a, like a porno. Yeah, yeah. So the world's first porno. The first boob tube. <laughs> so, tube, pardon so me. So they called the newspaper, mm-hmm. and the newspaper came down, and it, the whole event lasted a couple days. So over the course of these multiple days, multiple journalists saw, came down and saw this, saw this woman on a television that was unplugged, unconnected from power for days, and then suddenly she just went away. Oh. Um, but I thought it was funny is that, so we called over these journalists to be like, this is an interesting story. You guys should write about this. But they were like, what are you going to do? Are you going to call a priest? You're going to, and he's like, no, no, no. We've already punished the television. We've punished we've the TV. punished the I television. So, that TV so yeah, hard. So what we did is we turned the TV around so it was facing the wall instead of facing the room. Put it in timeout. They put it in a timeout. Face the corner. Yes, for, quote, gross misbehavior and frightening little children. That's what Papa Jerome said. That is the most... You scared my kids, you're in a timeout. You're in a timeout, TV. think about what you did, TV. Don't you do it again, you machine. You go to bed without your supper, television. Yes, Yes, they took away its supper. They unplugged it from the electricity. No dessert. You can't look at the kids. That's quality parenting. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like probably something he learned on Ding Dong School. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So as you can tell... Radio misbehaving? (laughs) Throw it out the window. Ghosts have been in television for a very long time because this story from the since hits. the inception of television pretty much so our next story them. we travel from new york to minnesota ah minnesota oh wait that that's the end of that that's story the they did so never this, okay yes this is why there's a that's a why it's a cornucopia so then we jump forward to 1968 and like i said we moved to minnesota where it's this family is like wrapping christmas gifts on christmas eve and suddenly the, their television which is turned off suddenly the screen gets light and a hand shows up and oh, presses like the its goddamn ring. Ah, like the into goddamn the fucking ring. screen yeah. there's a hand in the television yep so they freak the, the fuck out somebody. they freak the fuck out they unplug the television the hand stays there fuck so then ma- ma- I couldn't ma. get a family name Mama Minnesota grabs her camera <laughs> And takes a picture of it. Oh. And then the hand flickers and disappears. Oh. 
but I got you. Yes, but they got a picture. And then apparently two years later on Christmas Eve, the hand came back Whoa. on the television. The but hand they, just wants Christmas presents. But they didn't get a photo of it. They didn't immediately destroy the television. No, the baseball they bat. did not kill it with fire. Here's the thing, They though. kept it. TV's expensive. I was Question. Say, TV's expensive. Did they unplug it and did they make it face the corner? No. That's didn't why it came back. They didn't learn its lesson. <laughs> they were not watching Ding Dong School. No, nope. They didn't learn. Um, Minnesota nice. No. Literally. Yes. No. They were too so nice. They were watching hand. Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> hey, Mr. Cotter, put my hand on the television. <laughs> That's really That was a great John Travolta. That was a great Travolta. You knew who it was. You I knew did. exactly who it was. Mr. Cotter. Um, it was almost like Sylvester Stallone and John Travolta. <laughs> yes. That's what that was. Sylvester Travolta. Yeah. Hey, Sly Travolta. Jesus. Um, so this picture of the hand on the television does exist. You can mm-hmm. see it on the interwebs Talk today. To the hand. It's pretty creepy. It's hand. also the hand is like I'm doing it for them, like a hand pressing out. It, mm-hmm. It's coming from the top though. It's yeah. a top oh, down yeah. hand. It's a, it's an upside down hand. Oh, what the coming fuck? from like the wrist is coming from the top from the of the television. Depths of hell. It's pretty fucking creepy. And so this photo was like widely circulated. It was printed in a bunch of newspapers, and then a bunch of people were like, "Here's fake. it's fake, and here's why you can tell." But so then the family who had the photo were like okay cool that's not true we didn't have we didn't have the ability to do any of that here's the original photo like unedited uncropped yeah. on like here's the actual like negative of the, the negative, photograph yeah. so then they reinvestigated all of it and they were like yeah we don't fucking know what that is oh it's a fucking <laughs> hand in the tv <laughs> they, they had all this stuff and they were like well because of these three reasons it's fake and then they were well, like this is okay, clearly well, bullshit here's, well here's here's well, the yeah print. and then they were like just here's kidding jk 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 it's real <laughs> that's a real fucking JK, demon this hand. is creepy as fuck yeah. though you should burn that you should Turn that television around the wall. Put it in a timeout. And maybe get the belt if it doesn't learn its lesson. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Olden times. Yes. So uh, in the 70s and 80s. Led, and today. Yes. And today. Uh, <laughs> we are not an oldies gave, radio station. No. Gave birth to something called instrumental transcommunication. The or, 80s gave birth to us. Yes, it did. All of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, but in instrumental transcommunication or itc which is what i'm going to call it because it's words are words lots Um, of them let's not talk yes so it is basically when a spirit uses some sort of technology device to communicate Mm -hmm. to some sort of oh the baggins did that so i'm sure so like an evp is an example of an itc so they're like specific because they're only no but he did that one he did that one on the episode that i did where he put the camera at the tv and just waited for something weird oh yeah they do a lot of that so this became popular in the 70s and 80s it was super fucking popular in germany oh Um, so it was german it's german so it was uh it it like started to cue the ghost into my television (laughs) i was like cue the bad german accent i know here it comes so it started it it's like started to become popular from this guy who who is the most germany name ever okay his Stop. name is klaus schreiber oh klaus schreiber klaus schreiber who is german and he got interested in this when um he realized that he was psychic and could bend spoons with his mind so or he with his thought hands. well i could definitely talk to my television then <laughs> um, <laughs> So he started, he created this thing um, because he started to hear voices like that he knew as dead friends and relatives oh. coming through his television when it was turned off. So he created this thing he called the VD Common. VD Common. VD Common. Okay. okay. Um, which is basically what he did is he took a television and he turned it on, but it 
Everything by rubbing said, its television yeah, clitoris. Everything said oh. it was turned on, turned on, but had no aerial connection, which I assume means it doesn't have a cable. He, did, he, does, he doesn't he have didn't the rabbit ears. He uh, didn't hook up the antennas. Yeah. So it doesn't have any anything coming in. Yeah. And then he would set up a video camera and he would aim it at the television yep. and he would set the camera's like output, plug it back into the input of the television. Gotcha. So he was creating a loop. Yeah, yeah. feedback loop. Yes. The V-common loop. <laughs> V-common loop. <laughs> We do not call it feedback loop in no. Germany. No, no we it call is the it, no. Klaus Schreiber does not call it that. He yeah. calls it the Wiedkommen. Um, so yeah. he did this experiment a bunch of times and he had a bunch of fucking people come through where their faces would show up and they would start to talk. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it would be family members of his. Like, Don't sometimes die. it would be famous people. Ooh. So the first famous Kennedy? person was... The first was Fritz Schmitterling. No. And then it was... Oh, no, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, the first one was an Austrian actri- actress named... Rami Schneider. Rami Schneider. Okay. Spelled slightly differently. Sure, Schneider sure. and Schreiber, they're different. Oh, they are different. Racist. What? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Austria and Germany are different. Not oh, the all same German country. names sound the same. <laughs> oh, do oh, they? Oh, all German that. people just sound really angry, but they're having a great time at your house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this barbecue. <laughs> Thank you for the coleslaw. <laughs> um. So, so he was just like, oh, we can maybe contact famous people. Yeah. So he starts trying to contact specific Hitler. famous people. No, but you know who he used to have conversations with all the time? And there's videos of it online. It's fucking Einstein. Oh, it's crazy because okay. it goes they, they, and there's the videos of it online and it's Did just the crazy hair static, show up and it's like static and the static starts to fade away and then slowly a face will emerge out of the static and it's it's very low res it's very like whites and grays it's very light it's olden times and then so it like looks like fucking Einstein and then he starts speaking in German I have no idea what it is and the YouTube video wasn't subtitled so I could only assume so, they are talking about butts and boobs sure well, yeah but I was like that fucking does look like Einstein that's crazy dude <laughs> Like, what was he asking him about? Is he asking about butts and boobs? I, I, I don't know. Sure. I don't speak German. What are your ki- favorite kinds of boobs? <laughs> I like all boobs. <laughs> I, I like... like all- I like any kind of boobs I haven't seen yet. Yeah. They're the most enticing. Those are my favorite. <laughs> my favorite boobs. My favorite boobs. I like your boobs, but I haven't seen those boobs. I, I like those, those boobs better. Oh, yes. Tell that girl to show me her boobs. All the boobs. Um, so in 86, a idiots. physicist named Ernest... Schmegelheimer, Schmegelheimer, Ernest Schmegelheimer, 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 started uh, like recording evidence of what he called a, a clear and unmistakable image of famous EVP researcher Ooh. Hannah, Hannah Bennett, Montana, Bushbuck, Bushbuck. Uh, I love that you get a. It's not you just do the uh, an accent. You have to do a funny voice with it. Yeah, Bushbuck. Bushbuck. <laughs> What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> this is my normal voice. It really is. I can't not. It's do like pizza a hands with Italian. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. I love I'm it. Bushbach. I am incapable. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Hire me, guys. I'm multifaceted. Uh, so she died in '78. So she'd been dead for years, and all of a sudden she just showed up, and she was just like, "Hey, I'm dead. I'm fucking dead, but I can talk to you. Thanks for turning the TV on. I'm happy I got to come visit." And they had a whole fucking conversation. About like her work and how he was, she wanted him to keep on with her work in EVP as well as continuing with the very common loop. Ah, they had a I whole like conversation. I wouldn't talk uh, about that. Very strange. And she appeared like he, it was very recognizable as her. Like spoke just as if it was her, but it was her like thirty years younger than she was when she died. It was like a younger, idealized version of her. 
Oh, uh, so when you die and you come back like, through the television, yeah. it's a better you version. You can call her like 30 you years. Pro- I have a great idea for something to do after you're dead. It'd be very, very humorous. <laughs> like it's just her daughter fucking with yeah. him. Yeah. I'm going to film you. <laughs> and then after you die, I will have conversation with you via the television. Mm, yes. <laughs> with the video yeah. comment. It's called video comment, but really it's just, I, it's just I play yes. video and then I yeah. talk to it. Yeah. Um, so that was in 80. Because this smells like, like this has the stink of bullshit about it guys there's so much more to come uh, it okay. just goes crazier okay. this is why i did the potpourri because i wanted bits and bops of all the crazy because well, there's so much to go around so that was in 86 and in 87 no wait we're gonna skip ahead so in 88 mr klaus schreiber dies no. mr Vidi common loop okay. dies okay. Uh, rest in pieces um and so then he shows up for in like TV? years afterwards to in, all the, the other television. people. Yes, and He's he like, would hey, show up like, the TV with now. dead members of his family being like, look, it's grandma. Uh, Hi, grandma. <laughs> yeah, like, We're oh, all look, dead. it's the old dog that went away to live on a farm when I was seven. He's alive here. We're hanging out. And he was like, yeah, it's cool over here. Everyone who ever died is just chill. We're hanging out. We talk to you anytime we want to. We're just real busy living our little ghost lives. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's comforting mm. to know yeah. that, you know, I can go yeah. just relax and in case, just, just that you know that in case you Drink worried about missing your favorite dog, it's still here. It's here. Oh, I can't do it without the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you go up an octave. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. um, no, we're still in Germany. Um, so then in 87, a man named Frederick Jurgensen, and it's got the U, U with the hat on it. Jurgensen. Jurgensen. Um, who was a paranormal researcher dude. He was also a documentary filmmaker. Sure. Um, he was b- buddies with this guy named Claude... Balls. Balls. Van Damme. Claude Balls. Sure, that's his name. Can't read my writing. So he <laughs> tells... So Jurgensen dies. J- Jurgens Lotion dies. Yes. And then he tells his buddy Claude, like as he's on his deathbed, he sends a psychic message to Claude. Oh, who sure lives, he does. Like in another country and far away. Mm-hmm. And he's like... You talk to me through the TV. He said, I'm going to live stream my funeral for you. So like turn on the TV and you'll be able to be there. He, he like telepathically tends, tells him this before he dies. And and uh, his buddy Claude gets the message. So he's like, all right, received. I feel like I should turn on my television. Yes, yeah. received. So I will, on the day of your funeral, I will turn on the television and see if I can in fact see your funeral, live stream your funeral. So... He, the day of the funeral, his wife keeps hearing a voice in her head saying channel four, channel four. So she's like, I think we should turn the TV to channel four. But at the time... NBC, man. They no, just got him. Channel like, you didn't fear. Channel didn't fear. Austria or something. I don't know. <laughs> some other country. That's horrifying. Um, but there are only two stations that are broadcasting at uh, this time. And there's actually only three radio stations. So uh-huh. channel four doesn't exist anywhere oh. so they're like all right well we'll just turn the tv to channel four, four i guess it's, even yeah, though there's nothing the there it's yeah, just static so they turn it on to channel four um and then it's all just white static and then about 20 minutes into the funeral i give them pay, uh kudos for sticking I around assume 20 they were minutes. like doing other things they were I like doing no. the dishes in olden times people had a lot more patience and they would just stare at static for 20 22 minutes. minutes fuck that well, uh, something will happen eventually, I'm sure. I would, watching. I would have drop kicked the TV. Yeah. So, uh, and what uh, else are we going to do today? <laughs> so at one point, a little, like a little bead of white light appears. And oh. then it gets bigger. And then as it's growing, the background static is darkening. So it starts to be like a white oh. light on a black background. And then it like slowly morphs 
into fucking Jurgen Lotions' face. Oh, and he's like, did I do it? Am I here? Oh. And apparently uh, Claude's wife goes, it's Friedrich! Like really loud. <laughs> there were like four exclamation parts on all yeah. the websites I read. Um, That's how you know she was so, so it was like, he told him before he died, watch my funeral, and then he just fucking showed up to be like, did it! Made it happen! Did I'm it. the best! <laughs> I'm the best! Um, random sidebar, Jurgen's Lotion... He did a documentary on Pope Paul the Sixth. That's how Roman numerals work in the sixties. Sure. sure. Um, and he was like, you know, in my spare time, I also do all this paranormal research. And Pope Polly was like, fascinating. And so he set up an ITC like research facility in the Vatican. So for a wow. while, the Vatican was like, is this shit legit? Uh-huh. They were checking oh, wow. it out. Um, who else thought it was legit? Again, little random the Pope sidebar. Was like, hey, Jesus. <laughs> Come talk to me, talk Jesus. To Jesus. Come talk yeah. to me on the TV, Jesus. Um, in the 1920s. I don't know why that's the Pope's point. <laughs> hey. Yeah. He's the fond. It's John Travolta. Joey, I was like, like he's Joey Buttafuoco. Yeah. Um, in the 1920s, Thomas Edison said in an interview, quote, I have been thinking for some time now about a machine or apparatus which could be operated by personalities that have passed on to another existence or sphere. Mm. So there's all <laughs> this scuttlebutt on the internet that he did in fact build a spirit box or a yeah. ghost box mm-hmm. and that somehow someone got a hold got of the it plans um and so they own. exist mm-hmm. and like people are using them to talk to ghosts but no one knows and like thomas edison never went out there and said i actually fucking built one right so people think that this thing exists too mm. which is kind of cool thomas edison believe it goes yeah random cyber that's nice um so a lot of this information that i got on jurgens lotions and claude and all this i got from uh, a website from a uh, organization that's based in the united states they're called the institute for the integration of science intuition and spirits the i i c i i s i i yeah that's right isis it's fucking i i s i it's it's icy it's i i s i s isis isis it's isis they literally ISIS. thought that's a great name for our organization, totally. which started in 2010. No, that's a great name for our organization. They also have a lot of thoughts on reincarnation and how Thomas Edison is now Elon Musk and how you can play golf in heaven if you want, but it gets real boring. There are <laughs> there's lots of wonderful bullshit on the ISIS website. Now but I'm don't go definitely to the, on some sort of government watch yeah, list. Yeah, because I I spent some time on the ISIS website this morning. I'm starting a ghost hunting crew called Al Qaeda. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it stands for. I just picked the name. I'm just gonna make it work. I'm a fucking hat because I'm an idiot. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Um. So, so there is a there is an actual like scientific uh, group that investigates this. It's called the Transcommunication Study Circle, and it's in Luxembourg. Ran through the Luxembourg Labs. Um, Luxembourgian. Luxembourg. Sure, sure. Uh, Luxembourgian. Do you know that? Luxembourg's official language is Luxus. is Luxembourgish, and That's not locals what, what of Luxembourg are called Luxembourgers. <laughs> I'm gonna be a Luxembourger. Yeah. I'm gonna make Luxembourgers for dinner today. Yeah. I was like, that is all I know about Luxembourg. I thought it was gonna be Luxembourgians, but no. I was let down. Yeah. Luxembourgers and Luxembourgish is a language like my Belgish. Yes, Luxembourgish. I like uh, it, which sounds, like. sounds fake, but to my knowledge, is real. Um, so this uh, group is run by Maggie and Jules Harshfischbach. She sure. did a normal voice that time. Yeah. I know I know what Luxembourg sounds like. Yep. Uh, Maggie and Jules. So they have been running this since the 70s. And they said that they have hundreds of hours of clear, often lengthy messages 
through television communications, mm -hmm. most of which, uh, like all through the closed loop television, most of which are from a group called Timestream, <gasps> which comes from the non-physical planet of Mardok, which is in another galaxy. Oh, cl clearly. Yes. Yeah, so a lot of these messages come from a person named Swenjin Salter. Swenjin? Swenjin. S-W-E-G-E-N. Swegen? Swegen. Swegen. Swiffer Salter. Swiffer who Jet. Who lived on a like parallel Earth twin planet called Vared. This sounds before, like a religion should be started. Before he died and then named. was transported Elrond. to yeah. Mardok. This is, this is some Elrond Hubbard shit. It's a non-physical planet. They have hundreds of hours. Hundreds of hours. Of this conversation. Sure. And also a lot of it is run by a by person Seorg. that they call. Yeah, exactly. Elrond Hubbard. By, yeah. a, by a person they call the technician who is a like angel type being who speaks in a very high pitched robot voice. <laughs> and it's this technician's job to control the messages that the time stream sends to Earth so that they don't like give away too much information. You guys, but they're working high together. Robot voice. Angel type us creature. messages. No, no, no. Like no. policing the messages that oh. the time stream sends oh, okay, to us. Okay, okay. Um, I like to th I like to think that there is someone like next door to this facility on like an old school ham radio just being like I'm a technician yes. just like totally fucking with them and then all the scientists are like oh my god they're talking again to give me time take out everything they say but they're working together these Luxembourg labs and the people from Timestream so that we can have more communications like more easily between with space Earth robot and angels Marduk. Oh, the that's other, a great the idea. The non-physical planet. It's a non-physical planet. Oh, it's apparently a ghost planet because that's where people from Varred go when they die. This sounds like oh, a yeah, obviously, obvious, uh, obviously. Um, I, I, I didn't say it because I thought it was probably self-evident exactly. to the listeners. Ding dong school. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Ding dong school. This is bonkers. And there's so many this websites that like go into depth about all the shit they learned from the timeshares. And it's all because of these television loops. Oh my God. But they never get pictures they really only get the audio through and they're I called timeshares they're called time stream time stream they call stream. themselves not time, time shares they're not time shares because i was like it's i went to one of those weeks out of the summer it's in tulsa it's, it's a, Look, yeah. you love to vacation i love to vacation yeah. we've got a place you got down in down in the bahamas you're gonna love it you're yeah. gonna love it any two weeks you want as yeah. long as it's in december yeah and not christmas um so that's so that's a whole bunch of yeah. gobbledygook oh my gosh it's so insane oh look my I just God. want the tickets to Vegas okay I don't yeah. want the fucking yeah exactly I just want the free sandwich that I get for sitting God, we need to revisit yeah. this entire group when we talk about like conspiracy theories yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like, into this God yeah. damn it was, I started to go down it and I was like stop this is just, not the topic this is caves You're, this, this is, is potpourri so then to bring it on home I'm bringing back one more haunted TV story All like right. a literal ghost in a TV God. I love it so we're going to we're gonna travel where are we going to Bhutan Whoa. To a small village okay. um, called Tenso, T T S E N T O, Tenso. Sure. Sure. Um, Love which it. is just outside uh, Pakro, which is like, I think it's the capital of Bhutan. It's like the biggest city in Bhutan. It's where the airport is. I think is most of our listeners are American. They don't know geography. <sighs> yep, yeah, it is now. It's the capital now. I fucking made it. So yeah. I mean, I it was nice it of you to tell them all that, but they don't know. <laughs> they do. I don't know, know either. <laughs> um, so they call, so if you Google it, it's called the Curse TV of Pakro. There you um, go. So what happened was a family purchased this television in 1999, which is when Bhutan first got 
television signal. So I know fucking 99. Oh my God. Um, So they were like, awesome. We're going to get a TV. So all the TV. Yeah. So they bought a TV. And then within like three months, half of the family members living in the home had died, Died. had died from like a mysterious disease or in terrible accidents. So they were like, I don't know. Maybe it's the TV. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. So they sold it to another family who had it for about six months. And same fucking thing. Half the people in the household died from either terrible accidents or disease. Nice. So then this third family was like, whatever, we don't fucking believe in curses. TV sounds amazing. I've got to watch American Idol. I will buy that cursed television. Lawrence Welk is on. Yeah, so they buy the television and within a day, the patriarch of the family dies like in a mysterious accident. So they're like, nope, definitely haunted TV. <laughs> definitely. So definitely a haunted TV. We're going to piss all over it and yeah. throw it outside. So what they do is they call... Make face the corner. <laughs> yeah. 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 But they didn't put it in yeah. a timeout. Yeah. Well, put it in a timeout. No. Stop killing everybody. We're going to get there. Oh, here well, we go. <laughs> um, they are going to put it in a timeout. Permanent So timeout. they called this famous astrologer guy, I assume guy, mm-hmm. um, who said, you're correct. Your TV is in fact haunted. It is cursed and it is haunted. It is it is inhabited by not only the devil himself. Oh, jeez. There's wow. also an evil spirit of a dead man who was cursed to live in the television. <laughs> Sorry. And several ghosts who have died because of the television that all now reside within the TV. This is stupid. With this is a the real- actual devil. Real crowded apartment there. The devil went down to Bhutan. Yeah, Yeah, the devil went down to Bhutan. (laughs) Um, So the television... Let me spread it out. There's probably more TVs there. (laughs) Yes, there are. It's not the only TV in Bhutan. Um, That's where they all like to hang out. Just in that one. Because it's killing people and then they're stuck in the TV. Have you not seen Poltergeist? Um... So it's it also would, a really cool club. It would the television would <laughs> never it never functioned properly. It would always turn itself off and on. Dumb. Um, it would also turn itself on when it was unplugged. Oh. And sometimes if it was turning itself on and you turned it off, turn it on, turn it off, and you unplugged it, the television would scream at you. Oh, stop! Hey, like, quit it! Stop <laughs> unplugging me. Um, <laughs> so then this the astrologer, the famous astrologer guy, was like, "You have to get rid of it." So he did a whole ceremony and he banished the television. <laughs> To a cave on top of a mountain. (laughs) Can we go visit Um, this cave? Well, so it was there for like 10 years. Uh And then some dude was like, I don't fucking believe in curses. That's ridiculous. So he brought the the television down. Within a week, fucker died. And yeah, like, Betty did. Back into the timeout cave back you go. Cave with you. Yeah. Yep. So they put it in this cave that's like on a mountain that's like no one goes around the mountain. Yeah. It's like, this is a nice Samsung. I don't care what it's (laughs) going to take. I'm getting that thing. It's 4K. Um. (laughs) So they, oh, LED. Oh, yeah. So they say if you come to... Infinite contrast ratio. I'm taking this to my house. <laughs> uh, they say that if you come too near the cave, even if you don't know the TV's there, you'll start to like hear a weird humming in your head and it will eventually drive you crazy. Oh, so they're like, like don't it. go near the TV. And there were a lot of like, it, it's a big backpacking destination, this part mm. of Bhutan apparently. And there were lots of backpackers who were like, I heard the story of the haunted TV. I said, fuck your story. I like, <laughs> no, they were like, you really can't get close to it because the people really believe this shit. Oh. But then multiple people would be like, they told me it's up on that mountain. And then like a couple days later, I was backpacking and I like saw something on the top of that mountain, like flicker and glow as if the TV had turned itself on oh. in its fucking timeout oh. cave. Timeout cave. mountaintop in Bhutan. Oh my God. Oh, I like timeout cave. Because that's where the, so the devil is currently in a timeout cave in, in, in Bhutan. Bhutan. Yep. 
As long as you don't go up there, he can't do anything. Don't do it. Don't, don't go try go. and take that television. Don't yep. do it. Yeah, just you will leave die. it in its timeout. I wonder Permanent if timeout. what they sh- they didn't face it to the wall. They didn't. And they, they didn't. didn't give it. That's a mistake King. they made. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Send it to Papa bed without Jerome dinner. was the one who like cured the he hauntings. Cured. He did not give it a twenty-five so minute it, lecture. They put it in the, the timeout cave, but I think they faced it out. I think they should oh, put it against a wall. Should against yes, the now wall. the devil can look over all that he controls. Yes, you yeah, see, the devil, wall. you think about what you've done. Yeah, yeah. and he did. He's like, I'm going to kill everybody yeah. down there if they ever come up here. And the cursed soul of a dead man. <laughs> of a and, and, multiple, and ghosts. multiple ghosts. Multiple, several ghosts. Several. Yeah. My research had. Man. Um, so that's my cornucopia of haunted television. I, I love very that. much like the last one. Enjoy. Uh, that's why. It it's great. It's my good. story is basically that. It's good. Uh, which so. brings me to my beer. So my beer is called Alternate Dimension, mm-hmm. um, and it is from Hausenblau Brewery from San Jose, which I bought Hausen. at the Trader Joe's. So I think yeah. it's a Trader Joe's beer. Yeah, I think yep. so. Also, it's not a bad beer. It's no. a German beer. It's something called um, Altstad, yeah. which is a alt-right uh, beer. It's an alt-right beer, yep. which uh, is made in Dusseldorf. Um, sure. Germany. Yeah, oh, I've never had it before. It's it's very good. It just tastes like a German, German beer. beer. It's incredibly dark. Bob, Bob of course, is a fancy man and poured it into yeah. a glass. Yeah, fan, and it is, is better very than dark. Yeah. But it, it is a very easy drinking. Yeah. Like a malty lager. Yeah, it's good. Um, like, it's one of those you lay by the pool. Yeah. Pound these. Also, mm-hmm. it's 5.6%. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. And the six pack, 5.99. Yes! And it's you got, I got zero complaints about it, man. This is like one of those beers that I would take out to Palm Springs yes. and drink yeah. in the Because it's an all day. 5.6 is enough that it's fun. You'll mm-hmm. get buzzed. Yeah, you'll get a little five. Yeah. But, but it's that's gonna, it like it's nine gonna hours take, later. It's going to take you the whole six pack, yes. you know, which you purchased. Yes. For five ninety nine. You can get drunk um, for six bucks. Yeah, I yeah. think this, and it's like the logo is like a funny little like Rube Goldberg machine. Yep. Um, There's and like a little German man chasing after a beer. Yeah. And it's German like Which all is every the German. VD common loop stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's a passage to an alternative dimension where the timeshare people are. The yep. little German man is is running on a treadmill and he's trying to, trying catch, to catch a beer. A beer. Yes, in like Lederhosen. Yeah. Of course, yes. your typical German. That's racist. Yeah. yeah. They're also, uh, like there's a flower can watering a goldfish. Yep. And then there's Who a then grammar must phone. Be pooping. Yep. A, a little concertina. Cuckoo, cuckoo clock. Cuckoo yes. clock. And a, Who uh, then yep, vomits gramophone. strawberries into a gramophone. Yeah, I don't know. And then it goes I into mean, a it's computer. Got a lot going there's for a it. lot happening. There yeah. is a lot happening. It's a good, um, but it's yeah. It's, it's a good. good. It's a very it's solid German beer. Yeah. I yeah. bought it because I was like, oh, it's cool label and it's good tie-in. Yeah, had no idea what kind of beer it was, and, and I'm no. like, there's nothing wrong with this beer. It's very no. tasty. Pleased with it. I yeah. dig it. All right, well, we're gonna probably use the facilities and get ready for part two. So stick around because we'll be right back. Part we- two. That's his can made a fart that noise. That was my can. It wasn't me. It was a fart. Bob's like, can. shut up. I and did it, and my can like, went. Oh, I can't. No, you can't do it now. Can recreate it. A little bit. Wait. Meh. Fart. Nope. It's not going to happen because you know why? You farted. Because you, you farted. I, I, can, I can throw my farts like yep. you can throw your voice. Uh-huh. Yes. I can throw my farts. You're a fart triloquist. A fart tr- away from my butthole. <laughs> You're just learning fart triloquy. You're my fart tr- fart to triloquy. Yeah. Triloquy? <laughs> fart triloquy. Yeah. So it's, it's a soliloquy it's of a, farts. It's what the <laughs> professionals call it. Don't question me. If I'm, not I'm a fucking professional. Yep. You? Soliloquy no. of farts that is done across the room. Yes. <laughs> it's a fart. So, so liquid, liquid. Tranquil, 
queef. queef. <laughs> I'm a ventriloquief. <laughs> oh, God. It took us a while to get there, but it was worth it. <laughs> that journey was worth it. <laughs> ventriloquief. Oh, my God. Man, oh, man. Oh, welcome back, guys. Hi. Hi. Um, part two. <clears throat> part two. We're like, this beer is good. But yeah. again, only 4%. So we're really not drunk. drunk. This is literally just what we're like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're ever like, oh, what do you guys like sober? What do they like when they're not this. on this dumb show? Same. Kind of like the same. 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 Only can slightly better pronounce Irish wristwatch. But just slightly. a little bit. Just, just a little, just bit. A little yep. bit. And just for a second. Less drunkenly trying to steal horses from medieval times. Yeah. But other than that, pretty much the same. Same Z's. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I also am now like done with my story and I've got my feet she up. She's got her I feet up. She's like extra yeah, yeah. fucking <laughs> relaxed. She's like, I got this rhubarb beer. beer, which I think is delicious. I'm just like, yeah, fucking tell me about your story, bitch. Bhutan. Well, my story does not. I got Luxembourg and Bhutan. Luxembourgians. My story takes place in the good old US of A, which is America. America. Yeah. No, my ghost in the machine is not in a machine. But it in the is traditional sense, not even at all. Oh, okay. It is in a. It, I'm going to tell you the story of the Dybbuk box, the Dybbuk box, which I say is a machine of Jewish wine and evil spirit holding. I that's like good. it. So yeah, it, yeah, that's what it's. It's got a job. It does. it does its job well. Yeah, it's a yeah. It's a machine that was built to hold Jewish wine and, and ghosts, evil spirits. Are they evil Jewish spirits or all spirits? Any spirit is welcome. All spirits are welcome. Yes, all evil spirits are welcome here. Okay, okay. They don't discriminate. I just wanted to make sure I was planning out the rest of my weekend. Oh, smart, yeah. smart. So the Dybbuk box is currently, I'm going to just start it out with the best part of the oh story. Oh my God. It's currently on display the in the one and only the Museo de Baggins ah, in Las Vegas, Nevada. Hell yeah. You, you know why he's got great taste? He's a smart man. He's a handsome man. The Baggins has acquired uh, said possessed box in March of 2017. But oh, so recently. Very yeah. recently. So post-Spider Eyes. Yes, post-Spider Eyes. How did he so know he, it was the real thing? <laughs> his Spider Eyes told him. He, he thought he was buying eight of them. He just bought one. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yes, but before the Baggins purchased the box, it had a few owners and brought bad juju to all. Juju? Oh, I didn't even do that. On <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I like how I had to go, Juju. <laughs> and then I stared at you and you didn't get it. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. You could actually see the light bulb. <laughs> because I was slowly sinking back in the <laughs> And there was no sound coming out. Oh. Oh uh, but yes, so what is a Dybbuk? Yeah, what I'm is sure a Dybbuk? A Dybbuk. It's a, it's a Hebrew word meaning cling. Meaning big dick. Meaning big evil dick. No, it means... <laughs> it's got to be an evil Biggest dick. Biggest evil dick. Look, if you're going to get a big dick, get a big get evil, evil dick. dick. Yep. Just saying. So what the Baggins got for himself. Got yep. himself a big, big evil, evil dick. dick. He's and like, spider you got a box for big evil dicks in there? I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, but no. I've been having a trouble with big evil dicks as of late. Yes. <laughs> so, I have nowhere to store all of them. <laughs> far too many big evil dicks. I already have a box for my medium evil dicks. And my and small yeah. evil dicks. I just need for big now. Yes. Yeah. I need the Trenta of evil dick box storage. Yes. The Venti slash Trenta. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um, no, it means to cling. And a Dybbuk is a malicious spirit that is bound to an object or a person um, who is trying to complete unfinished business. Oh. Okay. So it's like literally like a ghost box. Yeah. 
It's like a ghost box. Okay. It's a, a mean ghost box. Yeah. Yes. Um, the history of this but Dybbuk a Dybbuk, box. So a Dybbuk is a ghost. It's an evil spirit. And it can be a, it can attach to a person or a thing. That is meant to attach to something. Yeah. So that's why, because Dybbuk it's means It's half of a Velcro. Yes, it is one yeah. half. And the of other Velcro half can shoes. be this box, or you, it could be your butt, or your nose. It could be a big dick. Yes. Yeah. So the history of the Dybbuk box uh, goes a little something, something like this. Tell me, tell me about that Dybbuk box, Dick. Dick big box. Dick big box. Dick big box. Give me that dick big box info. Write a note about it. Call back. No. So the original owner of the box, a woman named Havella, and her cousin Sophie. In the uh, 1920s and 30s. Well, 1930s. Havella. It's Jewish. It's a Jewish name. Oh, is it? Yep. Yeah. I apologize. The, I've never heard that name before. So going back. So the the original, the OG owners mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are Jewish. Okay. So a woman named Havella, her cousin Sophie, in the 30s, they made a spirit board. And as was all the rage at the time, they held a seance. God damn it. Um, the woman came into contact with a number of spirits, but not all of them are good ones. Um, no. Suspecting that. So a lot of negative, a lot of egg, negative energies, bro, came through. Oh my God. So many negative energies. They suspected that the reason that so many negative energies, bro, were coming <laughs> through energies, bro. was because of the impending war. Because this was oh, in the 1930s. So everyone was all oh. riled up. Everyone all was all the ghosts riled were up. like, rah, war. Yeah, and so the evil spirits are like, I got this. This one's good. I thrive in in this bad. I, lo- I love when this guy's out here yelling about German shit. Yeah, yeah and I he's got that little mustache. Big fan of yeah. stupid mustaches and terrible yep. haircuts. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam that's, Elliott, uh, uh, he's a ghost magnet. They think that that's probably what attracted evil spirits. So they summoned one of these evil spirits and they tried to bind it, but ultimately failed. Why? Bind it with what? Why did they think they were doing it? Scotch tape. Smart. Yeah, no, no, no. Smart. It was with you know rope. <laughs> Ghost rope. Rope. Ghost rope. Ghost, Ghost rope. rope. Licorice whips. Yes. <laughs> Red vines. <laughs> Twizzlers. Yeah. He tried to t- laugh at pulling peels? He tried to yeah, stick it. Yeah, it was like, like these are pulling peels. They just ate their way out. These are delicious. Fruit by the foot. Breaks right out of it. No, so they wanted to bind it to keep it there. Essentially, they just didn't want to unleash the evil spirit. Okay. So they tried to bind it. Oh, they wanted it to cling. Yeah, but they ultimately failed. They were like, come through. But don't go anywhere. Yeah, right. Exactly. Come through, but stay. Like we summoned you accidentally. Sit. Yes, they were trying to train. Stay. Bad dog. Bad good, spirit. Good ghost. Um, so the night that they tried to bind the spirit and ultimately failed was the night of Kristallnacht. Or if you are familiar with history of uh, Jewish meanness, of the anti-Jewish pogroms that took place throughout of Nazi Germany and these women's homeland of Poland. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was the night where all these assholes went through to all the Jewish stores and broke everything. Because that's like, also Crystal Knock means broken glass. Yeah. yeah. Or the night of broken glass. The, the night of a broken night, yes. yeah. Nice glass. It'd be um, a shame if something happened to it. Smash! Yeah. So um, the women... Nice Jew glass. Yeah, smash! Yeah, a nice Jew glass. <laughs> Smash, smash. Um, so the the two women were ultimately sent to concentration camps. What made them think I can bind this spirit? Like they made a spirit board. Already a bad idea. Yep. But then they were like, oh, on. it's fine. Contacted I can bind them. this. We'll pull them through. And I know it's like a time They didn't of- do it on purpose. Of bad but, spirit upheaval, right? Yes. So they were like, "Oh shit, this one's this one's particularly bad. We gotta try to." F- I don't know what made them think like they if, could do it. If, oh, was if was if like was binding playing, it an afterthought? No, I think. Well, I think once they realized that they had summoned an evil spirit, I think that's They're when like, they oh, got shit. the idea. We, we gotta, gotta bind something. Because I think if I was uh, using a Ouija board and suddenly some evil spirit started to come through, my first thought Goodbye. wouldn't be, "I can take care of this on my own." Yeah, that would no. not be something that I feel capable of. No, but these two no. women did. You know, they were just trying to get shit done, though. They you were. Know? They were trying to fix it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But 
ultimately failed and again crystal knocked so these poor women when the story was retold to the purchaser of the box after the original owners like she's just crying he's like why are you crying and she felt that she was the reason like it was because the, of them uh, that the, the war happened and like all the jews went to concentration camps. oh because they oh. let the spirit out they, they were trying to bind it it didn't work and it and didn't work suddenly, and it went out and then all suddenly the, all the glass got yeah. broken and, and then things were terrible exactly and then, all and the then start events. of terribleness. Yes. Yeah. Horrible. Speaking horrible. of terrible Germans. Yeah. Um, Wheaton Well, so the women uh, were sent to concentration camps, but both survived. Oh, good for um, oh, them. Yeah. escaped to Spain. Oh, um, And after the war, she and Sophie tried to bind the spirit again. This time. Again. They were successful. Oh, yeah. I was like, they did not learn their lesson. No. They did, because this time they, this time were they were successful. Right. And they trapped it inside of the wine cabinet, which they purchased in Spain. So Spanish wine casket. Yes. Spanish wine casket. So when Havala came to the United States. Was there any reason in particular they chose this wine thing or is it? No. No. It just seemed spirit just box, seemed like, yeah. spirit shaped. Mm-hmm. Seemed like the. I mean, we can lock it. I mean, here's the thing. We can close it. Keep it locked tight. Make sure no one gets in. See, but you can just bind them to anything. You can bind them to a pencil. People got. Yeah. yeah I'm going to bind them to a pencil. And then put it in a wood chipper. Yeah. Or put it to timeout. Timeout cave. Yeah. Timeout cave. Wow. Okay. Timeout cave in Bhutan. Yes. Trying, trying it's to just wrap my head around the this. devil in a television and a haunted pencil. Yes. <laughs> You're the devil in a pencil. So when Havala came to the United States, the Dybbuk box was only one of three items she brought with her. Oh my gosh. She brought... So she was just like, I've she bound this to, demon. Now I'm, now I'm, I'm, I'm its keep keeper. It. I'm in charge of it. I'm going to make sure it never gets out. Okay. 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 I yeah. see what you're doing. Yeah. I'm into it. I like I'm it. into it. So um, Havala died in 2001. She was 103 years old. Good. That's a whole and her family held an estate sale and the box was oh, purchased no, they by a man it. named Kevin Manis. The family did not want it anymore. Did they know um, it had a ghost in it? They they did. So when Kevin bought the box, he was asking about the history and uh, the granddaughter. Like, well, it's haunted as fuck. The granddaughter said, well, well it started World it's War II. Yeah, box. this is the ghost that started World War II and killed all the she Jews. She pretended that she didn't know what it was or anything like that. So she said, oh, it's oh, a you Dybbuk can't do box. That shit? She goes, oh, it's a Dybbuk box. He goes, what's that? And she goes, well, you know, my grandma used to talk about Dybbuk. It was like an evil spirit. I don't know. She would never let us open it. She'd never really let us touch it or anything. She just like kept it in her sewing room and like on an upper shelf where no one could really get to it um but we don't want it anymore and the guy was like oh if it's a family heirloom so money's already been exchanged and he's like now learning the story and he goes oh but this seems like a family type heirloom like it was your grandmother's he's one of the three fucking things she brought brought over to america how about you keep it and the granddaughter's like no we don't want it we don't want it and then she started freaking out yeah you bought it you paid for it you paid for it and like basically kicked him out and he was like what the fuck is this how big she did say my grandmother told us never to open the box okay well so guess what kevin did immediately upon getting out Open that fucking box. Yeah, he he's that a furniture guy. Oh yeah. So he went home and he opened it. Yeah, of course he did. Because yeah. he's maybe like, there's treasure inside. He wanted ghost to ghost treasure. Ghost treasure. He no. He was going to um kind of just redo it, clean it up a bit, and give it to his mom as a gift. Oh, that's nice. So, so you're gonna give her the Holocaust ghost. Yeah. Well, he did. Hey, mom. hey, you like Jews and at the, this and point, ghosts. At this point, Kevin did not know the whole story. He just knew it was a Dybbuk box. He didn't quite understand what so a Dybbuk was. So he doesn't even know what, so it's like telling me something's a Dybbuk box. I exactly. don't know that word. And you have no idea what that How means. How big is this box? So it's made to hold wine? Wine. It's not very big. I can like show you pictures Like a bottle of me. wine or like four bottles of wine? Like maybe one or two. It's not very wide and not okay. very tall. But it's like shoebox size. It is kind of shoebox size. Okay. But okay. a little wider. Holds a ghost that. real good though. Holds yeah. ghost real, real good. Um, so no. Easily so now. transportable ghost storage. Um, so he was told it's like Ghostbusters Havala said never to open it oh. he went home immediately opened it 
and here's his dog died what happened no oh I, shit he so is it worse that is multiple pages you have printed out from the interwebs this guy's story is fucking bananas of oh, what happened no. to him and he so, didn't know and that lady lied to him yes she's a lying liar that mean liar so he takes it home to his furniture shop he leaves it in the basement oh, he I like he opens was it up give it to his mom you, oh, he did give it to his mom. oh no just wait um, just wait just i'm sure wait, it girl. gets awful so after about a half an hour, Kevin got a phone call from his salesperson oh, at the sh- furniture store. Half an hour? Yes, half an hour. So After he, he opened it. He gets it home. Okay. He takes it home. He unleashes all fury. Unleashes and goes, oh, I need to go do something with his mom or he needs to go do something. So he left the store. He and opens it, was, it. He's like, bye, your problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so the call was from his salesperson. She was absolutely hysterical and screaming that someone was in my workshop breaking glass and swearing. Oh no! Furthermore, the intruder crash, 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 shit, shit, Germans, shit, shit, bad Jews, Germans, shit. That's that's what the words were. Um, furthermore, the intruder had locked the iron security gates on the emergency exit and she couldn't get out. Oh no, he locked her in the room? The ghost locked her in the room. So oh as no, do you like the building on fire? Yeah. I'm going to stop interrupting you and just keep going. Just keep as going. Kevin told her to call the police, his cell phone battery went dead. Oh no, sucked stole, all his energy, stole energy. He sped back to the shop and when he got back, he found the gates were locked. Oh no. He went inside, found his employee on the floor in a corner of his office, sobbing hysterically. Oh shit. He ran to the basement and at the bottom of the stairs was hit by an overpowering, unmistakable odor of cat urine. Right. The lights hmm. didn't work. And as he investigated, found that the reason the lights didn't work also explained the sounds of glass breaking. All of the light bulbs in the basement were broken. broken. All nine incandescent bulbs had been broken in their sockets. And ten four-foot fluorescent tubes were lying Chips. shattered on the floor the broken tubs he did not find an intruder no he no, did not he find just a found cat. some broken tubs um, he found caps and tubs and there was only one entrance into the basement so it would have been impossible for anyone oh, so to leave had to pass him without in and meeting out. him head on so he went back to speak with his salesperson she had left and she never ever came back yeah i bet i hope he gave her and the rest of the day off she refuses to talk <laughs> about what happened no, she quit. She's fucking. Yeah, like, I'm out. Yeah, severance package. Severance package. Out of me. And <laughs> you gave me a goddamn ghost box. <laughs> and she was just like, "I'm out, deuces." So he's just like, "Oh, I guess that's kind of weird." So he was just like, "All right, well, I'm still gonna try to give this cabinet to my mom." So he's just like, cleans up the basement. Oh, because she loses his coworker. They don't know because they they still they're, haven't made the connection. So they yeah. So they're just like, oh, a bunch of weird shit happened. I quit. Yes. They don't creepy. know it's the, the ghost box. They don't know ghost okay. box. So Kevin decided. Even though it happened immediately after he opened it after him having been told not to open it. Right. Okay. Yes. Well, but I'm sure they told him a bunch of things and they were just like, well, my grandmother told us never to open it. They yeah. weren't like, don't open it. Grandma yeah, told us, grandma told and, us and then, never. And then as soon as he was like, well, you should keep it in the family. It's a family heirloom. No. No, you paid for it. You no. paid for it. You're it's yours now. You take it. You it's your fucking yeah, problem. Go. La, 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 la. Crash, crash, crash. Shit. <laughs> Door closed. Lock, 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 lock. Exactly. That would have been, I don't know, first idea that maybe I should do something with this. Like, give it to Goodwill. Let it be Goodwill. Yeah. Give it to Goodwill. Hey, give poor person. Goodwill. Have some dangerous Nazi ghosts. Yeah, he didn't know that. Well, what, what kind of tax break do you get on Nazi <laughs> to, ghosts? Today, uh, the Salvation Army is having a sale on Nazi ghost yeah. boxes. <laughs> Buy 20% one, get off one. anything with a blue sticker. Buy one, get one. <laughs> Buy one, with a Buy star one get the devil. <laughs> Buy one, get the devil free. Get that devil for free. No. So, Buy Hitler, get Mussolini. So about two weeks after <laughs> he Buy one, get one on the... fascist dictator ghosts. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> not... 
So about two weeks after he bought the box and all the craziness happened in his basement, he decided to start refinishing it so he could give it to his mom for her birthday. So a bunch of weird shit happened one day. Yes. And then nothing else. Everything seemed normal. Okay. Um, so he was surprised to find that the cabinet had a unique little mechanism. When you open one of the doors, the that mechanism causes the opposite door and a little drawer below to open at the same time. Inside the cabinet, he found the following. One, Can't 1928 U.S. wheat penny. Okay. Oh, one, that's cool. 1925 U.S. wheat penny. Cool. One small lock of blonde hair bound Aww. with string. Oh, keep One sake. small lock of black brown hair also bound with string. One small granite statue engraved and gilded with Hebrew letters. One and they giant spell out dick. the word shalom. One dried rosebud, one golden wine cup, and one very strange black cast iron candlestick with octopus legs. Candlestick holder with octopus legs. Oh, that's creepy. So he saved all of the items in the box, intending to return them to the estate. Okay, that was nice of him. It's probably what kept the fucking ghost in there. Oh, no. Uh, oh, the family, I bet the locks of hair were there. I bet it was Sophia and Havala's hair. Yeah. 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 To bind it. But it was there. Shockingly, hair. family refused the items. So when this guy sold it on eBay, he goes, you can have them too. I'm going to sneeze. But... <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Um, so after opening the cabinet, he decided not to refinish it. So he just cleaned it, rubbed some lemon oil on it. It was at this time that he noticed there was an inscription in Hebrew carved into the back of the cabinet. That said, do not open ghost yeah, inside. Open. <laughs> yes. Not evil ghost. spirit inside. <laughs> Holocaust inside. Yeah. Do not open may cause World War Three. Explains everything. Yes. Do not open this socialism. This in 2001. This happened, I think, in September of 2001. And now look. Now That's, look where we are. Oh, God. It caused September 11th. It caused September 11th. It says during September 2001. This, this fucking ghost caused 9-11. <laughs> We're in the same thing. Wow. Shit. I just realized that. That's crazy. Damn. So I am well, really afraid of this box right now. That's why it's now we know. It wasn't Al-Qaeda. It was yeah. the big box. It was yeah. a big box. It was a big dick box. Big dick box. Um, he has no idea what it says or if it's significant, but he included a picture of it. I oh, it so doesn't he, say what it was. He never oh, found he out what it doesn't know meant. what it says. I think it ends up being a a common Jewish prayer on oh, the back okay. of the box. Okay. Um. So it's on the his J- mom's Jewish birthday, prayer of wine. Yeah. On his mom's yeah. birthday, like like God help ye, all ye who enter here, <laughs> sort of a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Save those souls. Yeah. Um. So on his mom's birthday, October twenty eighth, um, she called to tell him that she was going out of town. For three days, so they postponed celebrating to birthday. heaven. Three days. So a couple days later, mom came to the shop. They were going to have lunch together Uh-oh. before they were going to leave. Gave her the wine cabinet. She Aww. seemed to like it. She's like, oh, she w- while she examined it, he went to go make a phone call. He hadn't been out of sight more than five minutes when one of his employees came running into my office saying that something was wrong oh, with no. my mom. Oh, no. Oh, no. When oh, I went no. back to see what the matter was, he found his mom sitting in a chair beside the cabinet. Her face had no expression, but tears were streaming down her cheeks. Oh, no. no matter how hard he tried to get her to respond, she would not. She could not. It turns out my it, mother had suffered a stroke. I His mommy like it, had a stroke. It cast oh, feeble God. mind on her. Oh, it God. did cast feeble mind on her. She's taken to the hospital. Um, she ended up suffering partial paralysis and losing her ability to speak and form words. Good news, she's regained those uh, those That's abilities. Good. So she literally like opened the box <laughs> and had a stroke, and, and it fucking so stole her brain, and it yeah. and partially paralyzed her oh my god uh, happy came birthday out, mom at her. yeah she <laughs> could understand the things that were being said to her and could it respond by pointing to letters of the alphabet to spell out words she wanted to say so when kevin asked her the following day how she was doing she teared up and spelled out the words no gift i assured her that i had given her a gift for her birthday thinking she didn't remember 
but uh, she became oh even more upset God. and spelled he out the words. Mom is crying because I didn't buy her a birthday present. Then she's, she's like, "No, I don't want the fucking gift you gave me." She uh, spelled out the words "hate gift." Oh, I laughed no. and told her not to worry. I told her I was sorry. She didn't like the cabinet. That I would get her anything else she wanted if she would promise to get well. He still didn't, didn't associate anything with the cabinet he just thinks um, his mom's a bitch yeah he so ended up giving the cabinet to the sister she kept it for a week gave it back complained that she couldn't get the doors to stay closed and that they kept coming open um there are no springs in the door mechanism and i've never found the doors uh and i have never found that the doors come open so the ghost or the spirit again was just coming out was just coming out i gave it to his brother and his wife who kept it for three days Isn't before he a giving furniture, it back dude why does he keep just giving it to people in his family because he doesn't want it because he was just like oh I bought it as a gift but why doesn't he just sell it he's a furniture dude right this is his eBay he's gonna sell it okay Um, so at this point he hasn't realized 100% that this box is fucked okay um, so the brother He's just cursing Everyone in yeah, his family He's cursed his entire family Gave it family. to his brother And his wife Who kept it for three days And gave it back His brother said It smelled like jasmine flowers While his wife insisted That it put out An odor of cat urine Gave it to his girlfriend Those are very different smells Who asked yeah. him to sell it For her after only two days Sold it same day To a nice middle aged couple Three days later When Brought it back They came He When he opened up the shop For the day He found the cabinet Sitting on the front doors With a note that read This has a bad darkness Oh my god They left a nyot They left a nyot <laughs> And it said This has a bad darkness a bad We don't darkness. like the darkness Anyway so this dude Here's took a nyot Here's our nyot About the darkness So then he took it home and oh, see, smart. He said, he said, you're right. It is Everybody full of darkness and haunted. smells of cat piss. I'm, I'm going to put it in it my home. bedroom. Yes. So took it home. Um, and I don't he like began, this guy. He seems like a he moron. Seems like an idiot. He began having a strange recurring nightmare. Oh, really? Oh, every no. time. Dear David. Had the horrible dream. <laughs> yeah. Dear David. Uh, it went something like this. He found himself walking with a friend, usually someone he knew well and trusted, at some point in the dream. Found himself looking to the eyes of that person that I'm with. It is then that he realizes there's something different, something evil looking back at him. Oh no, evil eyes. At that point in the dream, the person he is with changes into what can only be described as the most gruesome, demonic looking hag that you have ever seen. The hag proceeds then to beat the living shit out of him. Damn, stop going on walks with friends. Yeah. Don't, be, don't have friends. Moral of the story. Moral of the story. Get rid forever. of friends. Moral of the story. Don't exercise and don't have friends. And don't have friends. Yes. Um, he would wake up numerous times in the night to find bruises and marks on him where he had been hit by the old Whoa. woman during the dream. This Whoa. is very dear David. Yeah. This is very dear David. But about a month ago, or about a month later, or before he sold this, his sister, brother, and wife all came over to the house, spent the night. Following morning during breakfast, sister complained that she had a horrible nightmare. She oh said my it recalled God. it having having it had it a couple times before and went on to describe the exact same nightmare that Kevin had and had. And she was having it before when the box, box was, was at, at her house before. Yes. And then the brother box. I was gonna say big dick and then I stopped. I don't know why. I was gonna say big dick box. Big dick box. And then I just became box. Yep. And then I'm walking down. So the brother and his wife froze when they heard that too. With a friend. He turns into a giant black dick and pummels me. Beats the shit fucks the shit out of me. Um, I wake so all covered in bruises, but very satisfied. <laughs> long, long, strange bruises. Penis <laughs> Very veiny in some places. Yeah, exactly. Like long, I got smacked bruises. with a dick. Long, veiny bruises. <laughs> Almost like I was beaten with a penis. Um, no, so the brother and his wife also 
froze when they heard the story because they too were like had, we had, had the, the same dream, dream when they had the box oh my god they all then remember oh fuck this was all when we each had, had the, the big box. Dick box he called the girlfriend was like did you ever have any weird dreams while Do you, you had a dream the box about being beaten the out by of, a hag a big dick by like a hag with a big giant strap on and yeah. she's like yeah. yeah i've had that one yeah i have it's my favorite dream yep so hey are you done with that box <laughs> <laughs> can i get that box back can I get that box? just for like the just weekend maybe, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so since then everything so now that they've all realized oh shit it's this box that's causing all so of he us. finally finally makes the connection and his mom is like spelling out on her fucking exactly. alphabet chart like i fucking told you I told you so idiot tuna went to ding dong ding school. school yes um so he decided um so ever since the family had the discussion where they realized oh my gosh i think it's the box for a week after Kevin started seeing what only he could describe as shadow things in his peripheral vision. Uh, numerous visitors to his house claim that they have seen shadow things. Put shadow the cabinet things? things? Like big veiny shadow big, things? Yeah. Big penis shaped things. Uh, he put the cabinet in an outside storage unit and was woken up when the smoke alarm in the unit went off in the middle of the night. When he went to see what was going on, opened the door, nothing was there. However, did get hit with the smell of cat urine. Uh, went back outside and grabbed the cabinet. Uh, brought it back inside, tried to research it on the internet. So when he was surfing it, he fell asleep, had the nightmare, he woke was like, up, he was smelled like, like jasmine box, flowers, big evil, dicks, evil box, Hitler. Big, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got some really weird slash pick. Yeah. It's kind of scary. Uh, no, so he woke up at 4.30. Um, he after, found a very specific corner of you porn. <laughs> yes. And very popular, though. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and he woke up when he felt and smelled like someone was breathing on his neck and he found that his house now smelled like jasmine flowers and just not cat piss and he woke up just in time to see a huge shadow go loping down the hall away from him and this was Ugh. after he woke up having the dream of the hag beating the shit out of him that's so weird I wonder I honest to gosh wonder how so, he researched it like what did he type into the Google so yeah needless evil to say evil, evil yeah, jukebox e- e- evil, n- evil jukebox Hitler ghost he uh was was just like I'm gonna sell this on eBay. I'm gonna tell you my story. He was like, I'm Look, going to this tell you this box is haunted. Is haunted. Shit. Buy it at your own risk. So how much did you sell it for? A uh, hundred and forty bucks, I think. Well, not bad. Not I bad. How much you bought it to Zach Baggins? Oh, I yeah, wonder I how know. much. You no, bought this it was for. not. He oh, sold. I'm it. sure the Baggins has paid more than that. This yeah. he sold to a guy named Joseph who was in college. Um, Joseph Goebbels. Yes. You were so proud of that. Your eyes got real big. You're like Joseph Goebbels. I noticed you're selling a Jew ghost box on the internet. Joseph Stalin. (laughs) Yes. Um, No. So Joseph um, was. So he eventually wrote a blog. So needless to say, spoiler alert. Joseph had a lot of weird shit happen. Okay, so he wrote a Dear David blog about it. So he wrote a blog about it too. He detailed his experiences with the box. Um, he and his roommates so it was they lived in a not a frat house but it was a college house so it was like six dudes I was like what sort of frat I guess because you tell them it's haunted I'm like what sort of frat dude is like I would like a fancy World War II Jew box dude I got a haunted wine box so this how the story went so how the story goes it came with two free pennies after came with two free pennies and like a BevMo gift card so like I felt like it was a good deal yeah so also got some hair Got a couple kinds of hair. No, so the way it was explained was he was just like up one night and for some reason, so the story goes, the eventual fourth owner now Mm -hmm, of the box, mm -hmm. after Joseph, the guy who bought it, worked with Joseph's roommate 
at a museum. So Brian, the roommate, would tell the stories to this guy yeah. who was like, like, dude, our nightmare box went off the yeah. chain last and night. And they were like, why would you buy the box? And they go, for some reason, don't know, but he bought it at like two o'clock in the morning. Like he was awake. Yeah, and like he was definitely possessed. sober. Yeah. That yeah. was a good idea, drunk. Or was Haunted he, eBay shopping. Yeah. Or was he possessed? He was high but as he fuck. Was, he was possessed by sativa. That's what he was fucking yeah, possessed that. by. <laughs> so, he was possessed by Evan Williams and sativa. Yep. So anyway, he started a blog. Listening to and fucking then fish records, fucking eBay <laughs> yeah, shopping. Exactly. Detailing some of the things that happened to him and his roommates once he took possession of the box. So they experienced burning eyes. They burning lost, eyes? They lost They their saw burning bro. eyes or their eyes their burned? Eyes, oh, eyes okay, were burning. Okay, okay. Again, that's the sativa. Um, yeah. <laughs> they lost their energies, bro. Oh no! Sure, sure. Energy stolen. They These each are had still all the symptoms of being stoned as fuck. Yeah. They each had spontaneous sickness. They discovered <laughs> they got the munchies. Got munchies. Munchies. Got real hungry. hard. The air outside of their house um, at one point was filled with small bugs for hours. Oh, that gross. just like congregated in. Front that's of the called house. you didn't do the dishes, yeah. frat boy. Yeah, that's um, called that's a frat house. The box yeah. would open up on its own, and then strange odors permeated the house. Um, people would get like again spontaneous sickness. People would break bones, um, and this then just like a frat they house. discovered like random mice that died in the engine of a car. And this was in September. Oh, oh I thought you were going to be like normal. one day they open up the box and there was a dead mouse, mouse. in it. <laughs> yeah. No, they just discovered dead mice. like that's where that cat piss smell came from. Yep. It's yep. a literal cat. Um, electronic Where? devices um, all became crapping out. Like oh, everything. stole their energy. Stole too. their energies wow. as well. Um, so eventually this guy was just like, all right, I, I can't, he disappeared. So, you know, the Brian, the roommate would tell, um, the next owner, Jason, <laughs> all dude. these yeah. museum dude, these stories. And finally he's like, what's been going on? And he goes, uh, Joseph moved out. Like we got back from Thanksgiving break and he was just gone. Oh, so they think he moved out or maybe he did move out. He died. No, he moved out. All right. <laughs> no, he's not dead. Yeah, he no, he's die. not dead. So did he? Did he, he put? Did so, they know that because he left a yacht? He left a blog, he which left, is like a yacht, which is he, like a digital. He note. left a digital yacht. So he put the box up for sale on eBay again, and he told his story. And for Wait, that this is auction, a museum guy. No, no, no. This is uh, roommate Joseph. So this is okay. owner number two. So Kevin okay. sells it to Joseph. Joseph's like, "Fuck this! I'm selling it on eBay too." Uh-huh. So Joseph says, I don't really want to talk about anything that happened between September and January. Read my blog. So I'll just say <laughs> that I'm selling the box for now for a couple of reasons. One, around October 6th, I started uh, feeling bad, having trouble sleeping. This problem has persisted through today. I live alone now, and as of late, I've noticed replacing a lot of burnt out light bulbs and getting many unusual car repairs. I've started seeing things, sort of like large, dark, uh, vertical dark blurs in my peripheral vision. Oh, which also big dicks! Kevin. Big dicks! Uh, I smell something like juniper bushes or stingy, stingy ammonia in my garage often, and I have no idea what that's from. Uh. Most disturbingly, last Tuesday, my hair began falling out. Today, it's about half gone. I'm in my early 20s, and I just got a clean blood test back from the doctors. Maybe it's stress-related. I don't know. No. Anyhow, for personal reasons, I very strongly do not want this box anymore. (laughs) Um, I hope there's someone on eBay... Um, that will just take this thing off my hands. And then he's the second person going, I would just throw it away or break it, but I don't know what I would do. Like, I don't know yeah. what would happen if I think I, did I figured that. this yeah. out. Because the box is originally from Poland. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is where Marie Curie did all no, of her... from Spain. Oh, I yeah. thought I figured it out. I was like, it's radiation. That's why his hair's falling out. That's why they're getting sick. Oh. I fucking figured it out. Mm. I fucking figured it out, but you I know did what? It's it. A good, it. 
I didn't figure. I figured nothing out. No, you didn't figure I it out. Figured nothing out. No, I, I guess. But wrong. I got to tell the internet that I know that Marie Curie, Curie did all of her research in Poland. Yeah, you had that going I for know. you. And radioactivity, uh, hair mm-hmm. falling out. Yeah, I know that mm-hmm. radiation. When you, when you die of radiation poisoning, your hair falls out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I thought I figured it out. No, that's good. Radiation, so, Marie Curie calls nine eleven. You heard it here first. Yep. <laughs> you heard it first, internet. <laughs> um. So Joseph. So Jason. Uh, bought the box. Um, okay, so he's owner three at this he point. He is now owner. Well, well Havala, Kevin, Joseph, he's owner four. He's four. Four. So uh, he bought it, and within days of the Dybbuk box arriving at the museum where uh, Jason worked, computers began crashing, light bulbs around the box would go out, illnesses, all uh, the energy, stolen. all the staff would get sick. Dreams of the hags began. Oh my gosh. For him oh, or man. for everyone who for everyone at the who's museum. near the box. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And one night as Jason and his son were watching television, his son saw you something. You kids and you bought the fucking ghost box? Yeah. Yes. So Jason looked over his shoulder and saw a large black mask Dick. behind his kid. Jason was like, all right. I got it. This is this is floppy insane. dick rubbing itself on his child. Well, and he was like, like nope, no, done with that, this. You yeah, know for sure. He's like, I'm a scientist. I'm going to find like-minded scientisty people who are going to figure out what actually is causing all like, this back in the off box. We're going to be scientist. like, I, I'm the scientists are going to be like, I got it, Marie Curie. Marie yep. Curie, nope, 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 nope. nope. That's it's, exactly. It's, it's it was like, Spain. I'm going to prove to you that this is all in your head. It's psychosomatic. This is blah 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 blah. But then all of this started happening to Jason. He goes. I need to seal this box again. This is real bad. Yeah. So. Yeah. And they don't know what like binding ritual put no, the demon he, into the, who dibbicked d- it to the box d- in the first place. Yes. Yeah. Who so, did the initial dibbicking? Who did so, the dibbicking? A dead woman. Um, Two dead shit. women. Jesus. No. So he took the no, dibbic box. Jews. They don't believe in Jesus. Jason took the Dybbuk box <laughs> to the basement. They believe in Jesus. They just don't think he came back yet. Yeah. They don't think he's so much magic. Mm-mm. So Jason took the Dybbuk box to the basement of an unused rental property of his, left it, locked the door. He goes, he I just need like, to. I'm going to curse the next tenants of this fucking <laughs> rental unit. It was being unused. So he's like, until I figure this out, I'm just going to. cursing everybody in the storage and facility. The, and the neighbors are suddenly like, why are there all these goddamn flies everywhere? I, and why does it smell like cat All piss? right. Who got the cat? Because it said in my contract for the lease, my, you can't get a yeah, cat. No it's cat. pissing it's everywhere. It's pissing everywhere. Um, no, needless to say, leaving it in the basement of a rental property didn't work because as he was going up the stairs, he started feeling like something was tearing his insides. And before you know it, he just started puking mucus. Ew. Pucus. 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 So he just started puking mucus. And while he was puking his guts out, his wife, who had uh, went with him, was freaking out because the poison ivy plants that were in the yard that she was taking care of started bleeding. What? What? What in the actual fuck? Yes. What? So Jason was like, I have to call the original owner, Kevin. We need to figure out what the fuck it was. So he calls Kevin and says, what the fuck? Who did you buy this from? That's when Kevin called Sophie's uh, or the granddaughter. Sophie and Havala's and granddaughter. Yeah. So when Havala's granddaughter was like, all right, yeah, here's the story. All so right, they so I told you not to open the box. You opened it anyway. So hooked him up with Sophie, who also did the binding. That's when they found out that this is actually a very evil spirit. So Jason called. Wait, um, Sophie's still alive? Sophie was still alive at this okay. time. Um, so Jason called a rabbi, found the best way to seal the box. He said, I need a young priest and an, an old, old priest. priest. Needs a young priest and an old priest. So at that point, he did the ritual. He, you know, had it locked in like, I think it was like some cavern or some cave or some shit, like 15. Timeout cave? Maybe timeout cave. But he had locked it away where no one could get it and he wouldn't tell anybody where it was until he sold it to Zach Q. Baggins. 
in 2017. And now Zach Cubaggins. Esquire. Esquire has, has it, it in at his, his um in his museum and Zach refuses to open it. Smart boy. All right. Boy. Is it like behind glass or something? It I would is. hope like Robert the doll. It like is. a sort of like very much so. Okay. Yeah. And the Bagginses complains about it all the time on his tweetor feed oh. and like the weird shit that happens with a Dybbuk box. Yes. And he's like, We're we keep track of all of it, but like it weird shit happens around it. Yep. So that's yeah, he complained. found the best way to seal it. Didn't quite work that well, but at least evil spirit has not been unleashed. But then again, maybe it has, and that's why we have Donald J. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Um, so yeah, uh, that is the story of the haunted Dybbuk box, which is sort of not really a machine, but I was a machine like, in my I heart. was like, that was a crazy good story. I'm so glad you did it. Zero to do with machines. <laughs> Oh yeah, totally, hundred percent. Mechanisms that open the two doors. Because it started World War Two, and there were lots of machines. There's a working yeah. mechanism in the it door. It caused 9/11, which is also was yeah. a giant flying machine hit yeah. a building. Building. A building also, machine this had a machine, a, yeah. like a little mechanism on the inside that, that would like the open the side door, door and the thing underneath. No, yeah. no, I hundred percent lose. It's a bad trans machine. I didn't follow instructions, but I it's don't. It's a good story because I wanted yeah, it's a to great tell the story. story. You're like, I don't care. That's creepy as hell. Because you also texted me fairly early in the week to be like, I picked the Dybbuk box. And I was like, oh, cool. Because cool. I didn't know what it was, but I knew that the Baggins yeah. owned it. So I was like, oh, cool. I'll figure yeah. out. Melly will tell me what it is. I don't have to ever learn that now. Yeah. Um, cheater. No, it is not a machine. Cheater, um, cheater, meatball sub eater. Pumpkin eater. We, we're all meatball sub eaters today, <laughs> friends. Because that's what Melissa made for lunch. I am wow, burpee. you are burpee as hell. Yeah, Sorry. this beer has made me a little bit burpee. Too. Yeah, it, it is a... That beer. beer is real good, though. It is really good. Which so brings you to beer? your beer. Yeah. This is uh, Rhubarb Compote Sour rhubarb. by Evil Twin Brewing. Yeah. My beer needs an explanation because it is tough to make this a tough tie. tie-in. So Evil Twin, Evil, Spirit in the Box is Evil, and then Rhubarb Compote... Yep. Go ahead. Yep. Go ahead. You can rhubarb do it. I believe in you. Compote Sour. It's the sour smell or the kind of taste and like kitty urine smell is kind of like that It's soury. like drinking cat piss it's, in a can. It's cat piss in a can. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I just want to drink this beer. It's, it's a very it's a, loose tie. It's a Berliner Two, style Weiss. It is. Which is a German beer. It's 4%. Mm-hmm. Germans caused German goes all the, the crystal knocked or whatever. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah. Couldn't get a Polish beer because they're bad. Yeah. This was, uh, yeah. So it's a Berliner style Weiss ale. Uh, it's made with rhubarb and vanilla. Um, it the rhubarb was and vanilla per- are a real nice combination, the, though. The rhubarb is just the right amount of sour for a sour beer. Yes. And the vanilla adds a very like warm creaminess to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very much that so. is a nice like you wouldn't think like a creamy sour is a good idea, but it really plays well it's together. It's really good. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. kind of like how my story doesn't have any tie to anything. It's also only four percent, so it's yeah, a good. You time. can drink yeah. this all day. You can drink. Day. You, I, I wouldn't. It's too sour. I think to have more than one. But it is a sip and beer at four yeah. percent, but it's a good sip, man. Yeah, I like it's it. a lot of flavor. Very rhubarby. As someone yes. who loves the taste of rhubarb, it's very yes. rhubarby. Ton of rhubarb mm-hmm. so here's the point of the show where i get to pick a winner uh-huh. let me tell you things i love one haunted tv's creepy ass hands really great <laughs> things i also love zach baggins gets spider eyes and buys a dumb box but you know what your story didn't have dear it didn't have mardock <laughs> didn't have mardock didn't have mardock didn't have a timeout it didn't did have, have a timeout cave maybe it did, didn't maybe. have time streams didn't have tvs on timeout <laughs> sorry you lose this week goes to vanessa yay, yay. 
Wait, can I give a special shout out? It's on our Facebook page. So just go scrolling through uh, Ghost in the Machine, our haunted toaster that I posted a video of a while ago oh from my the 1980s. Gosh. It makes good toast. It makes good toast. Satan makes <laughs> good toast. Are you going to get rid of can it? You no, read? it makes good it toast. It says, Hail Satan. Yeah. <laughs> It says oh, Satan what does it lives. Say? Like, oh, we've angered it or something. Yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it, like it wouldn't. It popped or like it wouldn't pop or some shit like that. Yeah. Oh, so the yeah. haunted toaster haunted video toaster. is delightful. Find it on our Facebook page. Best. Why do you keep the toaster? It makes, makes good, good toast. toast. It's really good toast. That's right. So yeah, special shout out to that. Go mm-hmm. look at our uh, Facebook. Page. Yeah, the brave little haunted toaster. Yeah. yeah, the toaster that could. Well, this has been the Booze and Brews podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, once again, all I'm going to do is ask that you tell a friend about the show that you. Or love eight so friends. much tell, tell all your friends we would love to have oh. uh more people enjoying this crud we're making yeah Yay. and also special extra special th- shout out to ryan for the suggestion oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. thank you ryan thanks dude um it was real good i feel yeah. like we got a bunch of really random good stories we got random good stories and then to listener stephanie who sent us a link on the facebook page too to a awesome haunted hospital we will definitely talk about that once oh, we yeah. get to hospitals we, part like four at yeah, this point. Part of, we've been we've been given quite a few suggestions yes, lately thank you, everybody so, and thank yeah, you thank and you. they all sound amazing. amazing we're excited to do all of them we already had a couple on this schedule yes right. so we're working our way through all of them yes but if you have your own that you want to hear background on if you're like i don't know what a fucking dibbic box is either you do the research and tell me we will i we'll will do it for you yeah ma'am we'll might call it a big dick box but we'll do no, it we'll yeah do it. we'll do it and you can just send that to uh, any of our social media pages which are pretty easy to find or i'll just you know search for booze and brews and it'll probably show up eventually yeah exactly we're uh, on twitter we're on instagram we're on facebook we gmail uh yep gmail booze and brews podcast at gmail.com gmail. reach out to us any way you like yeah we're fun chatty people yeah and we're gonna come back next week we're gonna talk about some fucking tacos no oh next week we're gonna do Plantation plantations because it's juneteenth yeah we're gonna teach all you fuckers about juneteenth because yes. we feel like people should know people should know so come back for some juneteenth thing yes cheers cheers <laughs>